Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Little Johnson. You know, I come real hard this morning. No, no, no. I can't come to today with, you know, my classic music hitting. It's so crazy right now. You know, um, I, this is a filler talk that I was going way to after Le'Veon Bell signed somewhere. But right now, it's just too much going on. Let's get right to it. Malik Jackson, 35 tackles, three sacks last year, eight sacks the year before. It was a Pro Bowl of 2017, three years. $30 million deal with them damn Eagles. Man. I see that came out of nowhere. And he was released not so long ago. Now, tell everybody about the free agency period. You can sign. Players that got released could sign. So, he signed earlier than the free agency period. Players that get released are not a part of the, initially part of the free agency field, which is crazy, right? But players that contracts run out. Those are the free agents they couldn't sign there anytime. So Malik Jackson had already picked it. I mean, it's like Philly had already went for him. What, Malik Jackson? Yep, put him right in there. A guy who ain't got the injury history like that. And um, like I say, Tim Jernick is always family. That's their first Super Bowl team. But it was time to move on from that. And then the contract was lower. You know, it would have been $13 million hit. They get a $10 million, $10 million per year. But certain money's not going to be. Like, the way he's negotiating these contracts, they're going to get Le'Veon Bell, man. And we're going to get to that. Now, Deshaun Jackson, he's back. Action Jackson is back. Action Jackson. He ended up signing to an extension, three years, $27 million. So he's not just there this one year. Um, They got they signed Jason Peters to a one-year deal worth $10 million, but 5.5 guaranteed. Um, we know they got Kelsey back. You know, we know they got Graham. All these contracts were restructured, so they don't have money right now. And um, the big thing is that there's still a lot of speculation. Like, what the Eagles going to do? Is Nelson Aguilar going to get traded? What's going to happen? I still think he's on the trade block. There's never none. The Eagles have not listened. The reports came out that Nelson Aguilar now, you know, it's been some sources saying that he just expected to stay. I wouldn't be mad. I ain't going to lie to you. So, right now, we're going to cash that in like he's going to stay. Uh, put him with Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey with Zach Ertz and Dallas Golden. Man, that is that. I mean, right now, if you just go ahead and run your little carousel with Josh Adams and which I think the Eagles still gonna go get another running back. You know, they're gonna get another running back. They're gonna get a probably a veteran quarterback. No doubt, I think those are the last two things they'll go after. Now let's talk about what could happen. Who can get released? I think Rodney McLeod, that was one of my guys. Like, everybody I said that could get released has since been out of there, you know. I knew it was going to happen at the top of the year. They was going to make some money, and some guys were going to be gone. Now, um, Rodney McLeod is a $4 million, like a $4.5 million cap hit. So, right there, that would put money in pocket. And then the Eagles can make all types of moves to – they're going to make, if they want, if Le'Veon Bell wants to come to Philly, Eagles will make the according move. Listen, for all this, this, this is what I'm going to tell y'all. And it was a report that came out. Shout out to my boy, David Melandra, that, that, that right, David Melandra Jr., that writes for Philly Sports Network. He just, you know, listen, he reported, Tyler Steeds reported that Garofalo, Mike Garofalo said that Tevin Coburn was the number one target. Now, they're only saying what, you know, I mean, people, People are no doubt in pocket or in play for that. Because, you know, some people go and they look at stuff and you hear 100% target and he's on the radar. 
you know, and you know, you're going to think, well, Garofalo said that, you know, he must be on, I, I, this is what I thought now. I'm going back to why I thought they said that. Well, David Melandra came out and was like, yo, Melandra, Melandra, you know what I mean, if I'm saying it wrong. Um, he, he was, uh, he was like, um, well, I heard it off NFL Network, Garofalo said it. So I was like, oh, okay, now I understood because guys will say stuff that's not even true on NFL Network. It's what they think because the, the smoke is big. But also what just came out, if, if, let me tell you something. If it's not Clint printed, like if I printed something, printed and wrote, or if you ain't got like a lot of sources saying that, because there's, and, and a lot of sources, multiple sources can be wrong. But if you're not, it's not accurate. It's not an accurate going. If he just comes out and they never print out, because that means people have went back and said, hey, have you heard it? Hey, sources, have you heard it? Have you heard it? And then if somebody knows that multiple sources are saying it, it has to be a handful of sources. If a handful of sources are saying it, somebody's going to print it. And it had to be relevant sources. But relevant sources have been wrong before. They don't mean that sources are right. It means they hear something and they're like, okay. And they're like, hey, yo, yeah, the Eagles are, boom, yeah. But that's not even a, forget it being a fact. Because like we say, stuff can be wrong. It's not even um accurate, like, you know, for him to say that. A lot of reporters say stuff on speculation and what they think. Because just like us, you know, just like people that are out there right now who, who are y'all, y'all looking for people to report, they talk like y'all too. People, oh, the Eagles have no chance. To, the Eagles have all the chances. They all Nobody thought the Eagles was going to even be rounding up what they got right now. Nobody thought the Eagles were going to be big players in free agency. They didn't even come to terms to say, well, the Eagles going to cut this and cut that. Do you know who Howie Rosemont is? All right, so now, like, I'm just saying that the, the big news is two reports on Tevin Coleman. I'm going to get everybody. Yes, the Eagles are 100, and that's one thing Garofalo said. Uh, or or uh, he, um, well, he, he, he saw the report that Garofalo, Garofalo saw the report. Mike Garofalo is a good reporter. He's a respected guy. No doubt. Shout out to him. He saw the report that, yeah, the Eagles are 100% interested. That means that report and sources all came back because everybody's following it. Everybody got reporters on different um, different outlets that are following that because there's multiple sources that report with teams and talk to teams that have said that. So they're going to okay it. So a lot of people are writing it out. Just like people are saying, Le'Veon, when you see the reports about Le'Veon Bell not being with the Eagles, it's all, look, listen to it. It's never a straight source that says the, the Eagles, if the Eagles are not interested in a player it's going to come out it's going to definitely come out and the eagles also play poker <laughs> they do because they'll they'll step people will say oh the eagles are not interested in brown and all of a sudden brown is one of the two people linked to uh, uh the eagles are one of the two people linked to brown people said they had reported brown is out with the uh his has went ahead and you know so some sources have actually said that but then when it came down to it, to the clutch, it was the Eagles and, you know what I mean? And then people like Schefter, they reported and they're, they're, they're respected. So when you hear the Eagles come up and all of a sudden the Raiders get them because if the Eagles would have got them, then Schefter them like, oh man. But since the Raiders were able to get him, Schefter was able to say it never was serious. Schefter is not, he's not lying. He just was able to say it. I'm not going to say he's lying. But you know what I mean? Not yet. Just listen to me right quick. <laughs> Listen, Scepter just was like, okay, well, 
since Brown went to the Raiders, then it wasn't that serious. But all now, actually, you know, Schefter's one of the guys that said, you know, he was one of the reporters that believed that the Eagles, Brown was too rich for the Eagles. And then when that came up, you know, it kind of contradicted all Schefter reports. So you're saying it's not that serious. There's no way in two hells that <laughs> Antonio Brown would have been linked to the Eagles if it wasn't serious. It's like they said about LeBron and the Sixers. We know LeBron and the Sixers, his interest was serious. It's just that he was a heavy favorite and Lakers already had the ball. Just like with Bryce Harper and the Dodgers. That was serious. That was serious. It stopped everything. But his heart was always in Philly. Just like LeBron's heart was always going to L.A. I mean, it's just it's what it is. You have to read reports right. All right. Schefter was able to contradict his reports that, you know, clarified that he didn't think the Eagles were going to get Brown. If they would have, the Eagles would have signed Brown, he would have shut up. He would have been reporting the contract. But since the Eagles didn't sign Brown, the Raiders did, now he can say it wasn't that serious. He has no, we can ask Howie Rosemond, Howie Rosemond never came out. Those are very bold statements to make. But you're Adam Schefter, so people are going to be like, oh, Schefter knows what's going on. Why the hell would the Eagles and the Raiders be linked if he wasn't? And I'm, you know, my sources say, yeah, the Eagles were serious. Who am I gonna believe? My sources and the and all the clippings, like, cause my sources, I got nothing to do with these clippings out here, man. You know, that's how I confirm my sources. Like, all right, what you saying, man? Oh, okay, for real, the Eagles thinking about working him out on draft, pre-draft, or the Eagles thinking about going after this free agent? Boom. And then you look at everything else that's went around. It's like with Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell has been trying to um, come to the Eagles since last year, before the trade deadline, and the Eagles were trying to roll with him. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, Pittsburgh wanted to arm the leg, and they was all, you know, hard-headed. I guess they thought Bell was coming back. Oh, I think they would have traded him. There's been news of Teddy Bridgewater signing with the Saints. I know he was going to go back. He's the future. He's the future of the Saints. After Drew Brees leaves, he's the future. He is no doubt the future. So I think it's just a great position to learn from a guy like Drew Brees. I think that makes the Saints elite for years. You get a young, he's going to be a star. He was already starring before he got hurt, and now he's back, so it's great. Um, Back to Bell. But, um, yeah, and then as soon as the, the, the you know, the, um, before this even kicked off, before the free agency, anything kicked off, Bell had already let you know how interested he was in the Eagles, right? Then the reports come out that the Eagles are interested in Bell, are pursuing Bell. These, these are coming from, these are multiple related sources that are getting sources from, and then I'm checking at my sources like, it's one thing I said, I said, Antonio Brown, I said, I don't know for sure. I predicted now Brown to go, but I didn't have no sources telling me that Brown would go to the Eagles. I just knew the Browns was interested, the, the Eagles, when I found out the Eagles were interested in pursuing Brown, I pulled out my Howie card, like, how are we going to get him? But obviously, how we didn't want to give up that money, man. That's too much because he's going to spend one on another guy. And then you got guys like Malik Jackson and Deshaun Jackson. And then he's going to get Le'Veon Bell. There's no doubt in my mind it's going to happen. And we want to talk about what could happen to make that happen. There are a bunch of little contracts, too, to happen. There are a bunch of draft picks that could be traded to make that happen. I'm just talking about just to, you know, inflate your salary cap you know there's a lot of trades and stuff that are going to have not trades but there are releases and then some restructures 
that are going to happen to allow the Eagles to be able to go after Le'Veon Bell. Um, Nelson Aguilar's contract is going to get restructured. I, I just see it coming. I really see it coming. If you look now, the Eagles are around eight million, eight nine million. Um, if you let Riley McLeod go, there's a couple other players, and that right there, you let Riley McLeod go, that's about twelve thirteen million back on your books, and they can let him go some other contracts to get that done. How he does it? How he just proved to everybody this is what he does? He just went out there and collected some money. You know, you talking about uh, nine million a per year. Average of three years, $27 million for Deshaun Jackson. Three years, $30 million. That's $10 million right there. That's $19 million. That is $19 million. You bring his, con- his contract in the fold, $19 million. A trade and a signing gives you $19 million. Not to mention, you know, um, Peters was counting $13 million against the cap. He's no longer counting $13 million against the cap because with the, they're guaranteeing him five and a half, and he could make up to $10 million. You know, I'm looking at Peter's history. That's my boy, but I don't. I think he makes the 5.5 joint. You know, you're restructuring all these contracts to get room. And and it's listen. If let me tell you something. If Le'Veon Bell knew just send Patriots to give wide receiver Josh Gordon a low restricted tender, that's big right there because the boy's talented. So they're they're trying to keep people on this team and. Come back. I think they'll be back in the playoffs, man. With Sonny Michelle and Gordon and, and Brady, that gives Brady some new new weapons. So they'll be back in the playoffs. Gronkowski ain't going nowhere. I think that 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 Super Bowl saved the whole team from saying quit. Because when they lost the Eagles, everybody wanted to quit. People left. Oh, it's in shambles. It's over with. The dynasty is done. You know, it was <laughs> it was the Eagles beat them. It was crazy. Now it's different. But um. I really feel like uh, people just need to stay and watch. Just fall back and watch. This is the, this is the actual things you need to look at. Raiders expected to sign Lamarcus Joyner, which is big for Raiders. They got to spend them checks after getting Trent Brown and, Troy and uh, um, Adam Humphrey signed with the Titans yesterday. After getting Trent Brown and Troy Antonio Brown, I mean that was big for the it's big for the Raiders to get somebody like Lamarcus Joyner. They're trying to get some. Listen, John Gruden, he won a Super Bowl, so he knows some. All right. Um. Tevin Coleman, let's talk about his thing. The Eagles have also came out and said that they think that and the sources have came out. Now, I'm checking with my sources and, you know what I mean? I didn't really believe that yesterday with my source. I said, what? Eagles think he's going to be too pricey. You know what I mean? That was before the Deshaun Jackson trade. Now, what my sources told me, I believe them. You know, yeah, me and my sources go at it like, hey, what's up? What, for real, you said? You know what I mean? But I respect them. You know what I mean? That's how I get my, oh, yeah. Oh man, for real. So I didn't. So I wait till things happen to actually confirm my sources. And he, he wants five million dollars a year. And now, after the Eagles got Malik Jackson, I knew that a lot of things changed. One thing changed that it's not going to be. I don't expect them to take a defense attack on the first round. It could change. They could go after Christian Wilkins and put him behind Malik Jackson. But I don't think that's going to be in the first round now. Not with a guy with three year thirty million dollars, then you're going to get a first round pick that's making that same money right there. And um I mean, I, I don't know what people want to say. Barnett did back up. You know what I'm saying? But the guy in front of him wasn't making that much money. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a different story. You're not gonna have a guy like that unless you sign him to a one year deal. 
right? Sign them to a one-year deal, that's a little different. That's a little different. Okay. Um, McLeod, Rodney McLeod also is a free agent next year. So that, that would push them to go ahead and release him. You got Vontae Maddox who played that position last year. And he's a baller. So, and, and you look at McLeod is 5'10", 190. Avante is 5'9", 180. So they're the same size. He could play that position. He's physical. He would be right there. So that would, that would allow them because the Eagles are really, you got Cravon LeBlanc. You thinking Avante Max would be the nickel? No, that's Cravon LeBlanc job. He earned that. He's going to be there. Okay. He's going to be there. Then you look at Jalen Mills coming back next year. Then you, they want Ronald Darby, which I'm tripping off of. Like, whoa, what they going to do to get Ronald? You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm looking at a, a lot of possible people. Jalen Mills could also be traded. Yes. Y'all, y'all think I'm playing? They was already talking about, listen, you look at what Rasul Douglas has done, and you put Rasul Douglas on the side with, with Ronald Darby because Douglas balled last year. I know we got Sidney Jones, but Douglas has turned into that guy. And you got Cravon LeBlanc, and you still have, you can still keep Sidney Jones and let him groom, see what happens, and all that. But you got that, that's, that's a, that's a starter's field right there. You let Jalen Mills roll, and that's what happens. You, Jalen Mills and, and McLeod's contract will put the Eagles right back in the fight game for Le'Veon Bell. Right back in the fight game. You can trade Jalen Mills for a pick next year. Because I, I, I'm looking at that factor. That's how you add up your picks. And that's how Eagles got a lot of these picks they got now. You go ahead and trade Jalen Mills for a pick next year. I think that's 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 two people you're looking at right now on that back end who could be gone. Jalen Mills and Rodney McLeod. Just watch out. I know people are like, oh, you know, Jalen Mills is my boy. But, you know, he's not. He's, he's filled out of favoritism, period, in that backfield. After seeing what Douglas can do and Avante Maddox can do, and uh, Gravon LeBlanc can do. I mean, them boys play big-time ball. Le- LeBlanc, Douglas, and Maddox play big-time football for the Eagles down the stretch. And th- Sidney Jones is going to be, listen, there's it, no doubt in my mind that Sidney Jones and Douglas will battle for their starter spot. That That's where it's going to go at. And I still think Sidney Jones takes it. Yeah, look, bold prediction. He, didn't, he, he slumped last year. You know what I'm saying? Struggled a little last year, struggled, and then got injured. It was bad mix. Dude, too talented. I just feel like he'll take it. Now, I could be wrong. It's one of the ones I say, well, Douglas, go ahead and take that thing. But I'm predicting Sidney Jones because he's too talented. All right? So we're going to see what this training camp brings. Either way, the Eagles are still four deep at cornerback. And I still think they're going to get somebody in the draft. Just go get somebody to groom real quick. You know what I'm saying? So I see a lot of potential. But those are the two names to watch out for. Rodney McLeod and Jalen Mills. Just watch out for those two names, man. Mendel Smallwood is not going to be an eagle. Now he's gone. Josh Adams is not. Listen, Clement is the only person I see that I feel like is going to be there. You know, you put a third. He's a two, two grade of a third running back. Now, as far as the draft goes, Josh Jacobs, watch out. Now, I, I, at first I was like Christian Wilkins until they got Jackson. You spend, I know you like it well, if they spend all this money on Le'Veon Bell, why would they get Josh Jacobs? Because the same thing that happened with Alvin Kamara. You got Mark Ingram right now on the market. You got a chance to have a guy like Josh Jacobs for five years and you get Le'Veon Bell for three to five years. 
even when Le'Veon Bell is gone or whatever happens, you still got Josh Jacobs back there with a Corey Clement. Can you imagine that backfield? If they can get Josh Jacobs, Corey Clement, and Le'Veon Bell in the backfield, Josh Jacobs would be that that all-purpose back. He'll be the same thing Kamara was. He'll be, and it's crazy if you got a Le'Veon Bell and a guy that's just like Kamara, because that's who Josh Jacobs reminds you of, um, Alvin Kamara. He reminds you just of that guy. So in my opinion, I really feel like that's going to happen. We just got to wait and see. The Eagles really want to come. I'm telling you, I think the Eagles, now this is not a, I have been told this by no sources, but you look at how Eagles go. They want to confirm that a player is going to be there. They don't want to release no players because if they don't, if Le'Veon Bell is not going to become an Eagle, it's over. They're not going to let Roddy McLeod go. They're going to keep him for depth. Same thing, and listen, Nelson Aguilar is still on the market, but I have heard from sources. I've heard from a couple of reporters, you know, including, you know, that, that, you know, I believe in. I believe in them wholeheartedly. You know, all the guys, everybody from the Shefters, and they're like, he's going to stay there. Nelson Aguilar is going to stay there. Like, that's the reports that he's not going nowhere. But listen, this is the Eagles, man. They, they play poker. They don't play chess. They don't play checker. They don't play spade. They play poker. Call your bluff real quick. They always out and then in. Bell is the only one because Bell has has really put put that out there. I mean, too many sources talking to Bell. I'm telling you, his his agent is getting it, and and the Eagles are ready to get it if Bell is because he got the Jets. Even though they said, man, they're not really that interested in, in Bell because of his contract. That's for the contract. I think Bell asking for more from other teams than he will for the Eagles. Because, you know, the Eagles going for the – trying to – another thing, people do think about winning, but they want their money. People say, why would he sign with the Eagles when it was $14.5 million? Because, you, listen, when you were an organization like Pittsburgh, you feel like, look, man, I did all this for y'all. Y'all owe me something. You dig what I'm saying? Y'all owe me, man. Why y'all ain't paying me? Y'all keep franchise. That frustrates some person when you put in all this work for it. Now you just want to leave and then go get a, a, a check. Now you just you just don't want to. Bottom line, he just don't want to be there. It wasn't about the money with other teams. People don't understand. It don't be about the money with other teams, even though it's about the money, but not as much money as it was would be with Pittsburgh because of what you did for him. Not as much money it would be with uh, Jets because, you know, you about to go play with a team that, listen, man, it's a long shot. You going into the season, they riding on you as the big soul factor while they're going to the playoff. The Eagles won the Super Bowl, and they was in the playoffs last year. So you're going to a team that fights hard, tough, and developed, and he knows that. Why wouldn't I go to a team that's – and then another thing that he really wanted, all Bell wanted was long-term, man. Stop franchise tagging them. Give me this long-term money. And, and some, that was the big thing with Bell. Long-term me, man. Quit giving me these, these franchise tags – and they, and they pissed them off for the last time. People can't get mad. People get pissed off. They don't want to be franchise tag, man. They don't want to be franchise tag. So, you know, um, Bell, people don't understand it. They're like, oh, Bell wants it. Bell want. he put the money out there. He put the figure out there. I mean, it, it's, uh, it could definitely be juggled if being with a, a better team. He put the figure out there. He was like, oh, he won $25 million the first two years. Yeah, he put a figure out there. But when you messing with teams that have won and are established, yes, Bell is still staying in his market now. 
which came up that Bell wanted around $15 million. Between 15 and 16 is where I see Philly getting him at. Three to five year contract. So you just add that up. Between 15 and 16 million dollars. He's not going to get 14 and a half. He's going to get, he's going to get over there. He's going to get a 15 mark. That 15 million will make him the, the, the highest paid running back per year in the league. Because Gurley's making 14.4. So if he just hit that 15, he'd hit that mark. Bell not trying to overcash nobody unless you're trying to workhorse him like the Steelers did. He know the Eagles got all types of weapons. And looking at all the reports, you know he wants to be an Eagle. Everybody know he wants to be an Eagle. So I'm telling you right now, expect that. Just let everybody says today or tomorrow. We'll see what Philly does between today and tomorrow. It'll be a breaking podcast for free agency when they make that one move where I say, what? (laughs) Watch out. So it's going to be big. The Eagles, one thing about how he is doing that's smart, though, besides signing Bell, is that he's doing the same thing the Phillies did. You know, you go in there and you say, yo, I'm going to go get some other players around Bell before I just put it all on Bell and let everybody else walk. Let me go get these players. Let me focus. You know what I'm saying? And now he has, I mean, they all they need is a running back. If they get Bell right now, Super Bowl, right now, I just think they're in the conference championship because I don't think nobody's going to be able to hold Deshaun Jackson at Aguilar and um, just right now, see what the Ross is. Deshaun Jackson, Aguilar, and uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and Zach Ertz, and Dallas Golder is damn good enough. You still got Corey Clement. It's damn good. That's the conference. That's, you're going to appear in the conference championship. But they get uh, Tevin Coleman and Le'Veon Bell. I'm going to say Super Bowl. I say either one of them because you're getting two running backs that can, you know, break out. Tevin Coleman will have a Pro Bowl year with the Eagles. But Le'Veon Bell is just legendary. He's something different. You know, he's different than Tevin Coleman. You know what I mean? He can take games over. We have a bad game. You give it to Le'Veon Bell. He could do so many things on the football field. People are talking about this and that. You're not just getting a running back. You're getting a, 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 a total offensive weapon. He can do anything you want on the field toward making it. To, he can catch the ball at an elite level. I mean, he, he's the type of guy you have to, a running back, you have to double cover on the football field as a receiver. Not to mention, oh, he could come out there and run. So, and he's a, a hard guy to bring down. So, everybody wants a Le'Veon Bell, and he knows he's going to get the contract. So, listen, man, I'm out of here. Y'all keep on, you know, keep up with all the great news. If Le'Veon Bell signs, I'm right on here, breaking. But um, I had to definitely update what's going on and how the Eagles are moving. C.J. Mosley, I knew he wasn't going to go. Worth too much money. They're going to bring back Jordan Hicks, man. I see that happening, you know. They talking about Darby, but Darby, man, if Darby get that big contract, they're not going to get Darby. Because if people don't understand that Howie is their guy, if they get Darby, expect uh, Jalen Mills to be released immediately. And then, you know, Rodney Coleman, as soon as they get Rod, as soon as they get Bell, if they, get, if they sign Bell to a contract, they're going to clear whoever they want to clear out. <laughs> I'm telling you right now gonna be a lot of people you know getting cut up and, and we ain't talking about the guys with millions there's so many guys you got guys on the defensive line that could be cut guys on the linebacking court that could be cut backups they, they could be cut they could be let go guys on the cornerback court they could be cut just look at the roster there's so many guys that could be released and you add it up for me 
You won't even hear about most of these guys unless you're on Philadelphia Eagles site. Because some of them, I'm talking about, I'm talking about some guys. I'm saying is making a good six figure check. Yeah, I'm making making the six figure checks that they get released. You're gonna have to look on <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles site and see them all in one one article. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it's listen. This hold everybody hold your horses. Get your popcorn. Everything is going. It's going to be a little process. The number one guy you thought Harper was long. I don't think it's going to be that long for Bell to sign. But if you think that was long, wait to Bell. You know, Bell got the Jets. He got the Colts. Got the most money. He got the Jets. He got the Raiders after him. So he, of course, he's going to go see people and talk to them and see what's going on. And it's crazy that he ain't even want to go take no visits for no team yet. That's why. It's two teams that he's torn by. It's, it's a couple of teams. They said it's the Eagles, the Jets, and you know they said the Bears are trying to get in play to get involved. But he's torn right now. You know what I'm saying? I think it's this. He's torn between the money part. That's it. I think the Jets offer more money. They'll give him the money he wants. I think they ready to unload. I think the Jets are interested in them. Everybody talking about the little little interest. Yeah, all right, whatever. They playing poker too. They trying to play poker with the Eagles. You don't want people to know what you're doing, though, or how interested you are in them. We know the Eagles pursuing. They came out. Little interest. Little interest, you know, just puts that, you know, they know the Jets are going to be. They'd be stupid not to be involved. But we're going to say we got little interest. Let's tell them that. Everybody playing poker for a bell right now. But the real ride card the Eagles. As soon as the Eagles listen, it, it's talks going on. It's talks going on. I'm gonna let y'all know extreme, exclude. I'm gonna let y'all know extreme and exclusive sources, not by name because y'all ain't getting me in trouble. I'm gonna keep my sources. Um, but there's definitely been some things saying that the Eagles are working out, working these contracts out. Aggressive negotiations are going on for Le'Veon Bell. I mean, it didn't, ain't nothing been signed, but letting you know the Eagles are pursuing Le'Veon Bell. You haven't even heard about the Eagles. You know, they think he might be pricey. They talked to his agent. That means they talked to his agent. And you, they can't get both of them. You know what I'm saying? So, the Eagles, are, you know, because it would be no running back in the draft if that happened. You know, he's going to be pricey. and They ain't going to mess with him. They No reports would come out that Tevin Coleman would be pricey if that's the only running back they're going to get. Or he was their top running back target. They wanted to get both of them. So he's still on the market and falling back. And I think Coleman can mess around and be a Raider. Telling you the Raiders is not going to wait around for Le'Veon Bell like that. They're going to get their team and bring it in and have a team. That would be a one, two, three with Brown, Coleman, and Carr. And I mean, so many, some teams is just not going to, the Eagles is probably their one team that probably got it in the bag, man. Teams is like, come on, Le'Veon, listen, we got this. And, you know, but free agency is going. People ain't going to wait. They want to go sign people. They want people to be signed, and I'm telling you, it's going down the negotiations right now. And I'm saying it's a definite. I can't even say it's a definite. I just think the Eagles are aggressively pursuing Le'Veon Bell. I can't say that. And now I'm predicting, but ain't no sources told me that, like, Brian Harper was different. I knew my sources. I had been getting sources since last year. The Eagles are going to go. The Phillies are going to get Bryce Harper. That's just it. Boom, boom, boom. And I learned from the LeBron situation to listen to these type of sources the way they were talking to me. Telling me, yeah, man, he's uh, he loves Philadelphia. Yeah, man, he loves Hoskins. Yeah, man, you know what? He's been talking about Philly for a long time ever since he heard about it. Him and Mike Trout are cool. 
They talked about Philly. I knew all about this way before everybody. None, none was ever reported, but I was just like, yo, yo, yeah, he coming to Philly, man. He just waiting on the Phillies to come with an offer. Then he want to go and test. Then when I start looking at other teams, he's like, yeah, man, other teams is involved. They coming, but he wants to be with Philly. He want to see what other teams have and this and that. Okay. When y'all, when I know that's a source, I have a strong source, a strong feeling. I just predict it. I don't, it ain't like I, I shoot it in, but I predict it. I mean, both, both of them, Bell has shown extreme interest. The Eagle players, extreme interest. And then the Eagles personnel, extreme interest. So it's going down. So y'all, I'm out of here, y'all. Y'all check this out. It's the Philly Talk podcast. I really was on some Eagle stuff. The Phillies look good. Okay, we just want to. I have to talk about all four in a split second. The Phillies look good in spring training. I'm just saying, just a couple of people. One guy I want to say to me is my spring training player of the year. Player two, two of them, Dylan Cousins and Mitch Walden. Put them as utility players and let them be bench players, and there's some good depth right there. Um, the Sixers, don't worry about them, man. MB came back. They won the game against the Pacers. He just he's a mismatch problem. And without having no chemistry, he makes it all work. Eagles can score. I mean, excuse me, the Sixers can score so good. So at their worst, with everybody, all everybody there for the starting five with Butler, MB, especially MB. MB, even with Butler out, MB makes it a little different. MB makes things different. Like, because he's such a Mitch, he's the biggest Mitch. Him and Simmons are the mismatch problems, but Simmons don't score like MB. The NBA got something and Simmons ain't got really at 7-2, a jump shot. You think a 6-10 person would have a better jump shot at 7-2? No. So, they'll be okay. There's nothing to worry about. And the more they play, the better, the, better, the, the more trouble the league gets, even when they lose. The more they play together, the better they get. Uh, the Flyers, yes, 3-2 against Ottawa. Flyers, just, listen, Flyers are there, man. They ready. And Brian Elliott and Carter Hart are a problem at, at, at goaltender. I'm telling you, if they get in these playoffs – you better watch out. You better watch out. Um, Flyers, Eagles, um, Villanova, Big East champions. Come on now. Phil Booth and Eric Pascal, first 10 all Big East. Come on, I said it. First team all Big East. Sadiq Bay on the all-freshman team. Villanova once again showing why they one of the best um, teams out there. Shout out to Shiz Austin and Quentin Rhodes for making the all um, AAC team. First team, I mean, they've been real good. I mean, they made the all them teams right there, and they both they both have been real good. So for a minute, so shout out to them. Um, Penn State winning seven of their last ten. It's crazy, but. Like I said, this is a big time for the sports. I'm out, y'all. Holla, man. Um, Fill the talk. Follow the podcast.